You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Thursday, September the 30th of 2021, the last day of September. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. You can find me on Twitter at LJFastball if you're watching on YouTube. That is right there. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. This is a post-game show, so it might not be your first listen, but if it is your first listen, I thank you for tuning in. And uh, tomorrow, when the show drops normally, thank you for making that your first listen of the day. Cardinals beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to today, thanks in large part to Dylan Carlson as well as the bullpen. So on today's show, we're breaking down the win that secured a series win against the Milwaukee Brewers in this three-game set uh, that got the Cardinals off their losing ways because they have been losing so much recently. Not really. They only lost on Wednesday for the first time in uh, 18 games at that point. Now they've only lost one for their last 19. Still a pretty solid record as they go into this weekend. Series against the Cubs to finish up the regular season. Talk about yesterday's game, but we're going to start with today's game as it was the Dylan Carlson show, largely. Um, as he hit two home runs in today's ball game, we are brought to you today by Get Upside. I'll tell you about them just a little bit later on. But we're going to talk about Dylan Carlson, the wonderfulness that is the Cardinal bullpen, and then we'll get into uh, yesterday's game in segment number two, and then uh, some Cardinals news and notes. Uh, just a disclaimer: uh, this, the segments two and three were recorded before the game happened today. This is obviously happening after the game today, and I'll reference that a couple times uh, in segments two and three, but nevertheless, let's get right into it. I've been one that has been of the opinion that this Cardinal outfield is dynamic. This Cardinal outfield has a chance to be one of the best in the major leagues. All three of them can impact the game on every single level with their arm, their glove, their speed, their ability to hit, and their power. Dylan Carlson recently, I think, has kind of been forgotten about and especially with the expectations in my mind that we had for him going into this season, you know, possible rookie of the year type of type of year that he hasn't really had, hasn't really lived up to. He's not had a bad season, mind you. He's, he's got 18 home runs now, driven in 63, slash uh, average of 263, on base of 339, 776 OPS. So not a terrible season, just not maybe the, the dominating season that we expected from, from the prospect, from the rookie to, to have after showing flashes of it to end his 2020 campaign at that second call-up stint. Because if you remember last season, he got off to a really bad start his first call-up, sent back down, called back up, and was better. With this month of having a Tyler O'Neill being a player of the week, Harrison Bader having a player of the week, Dylan Carlson has kind of been forgotten about. But if, if you include his stats today, according to MLB.com, um, his splits in September aren't bad. 27 games, that's right now the most he's played in any month. You would assume that he'd play at least in one of the three games this weekend. He's got five home runs, that's the most of any month. 15 RBI, that's the most of any month. 280 batting average, 317 on base, and a 517 slugging. That's good for an 833 um, OPS. Excuse me. He's having a great month, and I think that Dylan Carlson is might be one of the forgotten outfielders right now. I don't think he's going to end up being one, but this Cardinal outfield... If they keep playing their cards right and they keep performing, all three of these guys at some point in their career are going to get paid. I don't know if it's by the Cardinals. That's a conversation for another time. But I think Dylan Carlson is trying to say, hey, I'm a dynamic outfielder too. I can impact the game as well, just like Harrison Bader, just like Tyler O'Neill. I'm here. I'm a threat. You've got to deal with me. Deal with it kind of thing. And Dylan Carlson showed us that today. And like I mentioned, it wasn't just the two home runs that he hit. His second multi-home run 
game of the season. The other one also coming, one from the left side, one from the right side. But he showed us that he can do it with the glove as well. Made a fine catch in right field um, in, in that last, in that ninth inning there. So he's shown us that he, in both, both those examples, he can impact the game on both levels. Cardinal offense today wasn't incredible. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't incredible. They're facing Brett Anderson, who's not the best, but they're able to get some runs against him as well as Sanchez. Started the scoring with a Rondon sacrifice fly uh, in the bottom half or the bottom half of the second inning, and then I would say the two home runs by Dylan Carlson to provide the rest of the offense. Cardinals only had five hits today. That's not good. Five hits, they drew two walks, only struck out five times, so they weren't striking out. But, you know, this offense is, again, we have to keep in mind that it's not the A players out there necessarily, but still, five hits isn't necessarily, <laughs> it is not going to cut it, clearly, in the in the postseason. Um, but, but nevertheless, Dylan Carlson kind of took this team in the back and, you know, over the course of 162, you're going to have games when one guy says, all right, I'll take care of it today. And today, that was Dylan Carlson. You know, obviously, a game is not won or lost because one player, and I'll talk about two other players that deserve some praise in a little bit. But Dylan Carlson today, in my opinion, what would, was, would have been my player of the game if I had to say in that. And Dylan Carlson showed, showed us the, the flashiness that he, that he can have, the, the, the flair for the, the dramatic in terms of, yeah, I, I can hit a big home run couple different times you know go ahead home run and tying home run both impressive shots one from the left one from the right you know his numbers are a lot better from the right side of the plate so maybe that doesn't surprise you as much and the left side of the plate has got a little bit more power there as well so he's a threat on both sides of the plate and both sides of the ball and I just think that that's something that as much as I talk about how good this outfield can be I think I forget that sometimes Dylan Carlson while his numbers might not be there still has the ability to do this any night. And I mean, you even look at his at his August splits. Th- those were pretty solid as well. Just the two home runs in, in 17 games, so limited playing time. Uh, but 313 the average, 400 on base, 484 slugging for an 884 OPS. So he was having a really good August when he was able to get into play um, and avoid the injury. But nevertheless, Dylan, Dylan Carlson is one that um, that can impact the game at, at every every single level. And it was good to see him kind of take over and as he tries to get hot at the right time going into the playoffs. But I mentioned before that this was not just a solo effort. A baseball game rarely, if ever, is a solo effort. And J.A. Happ got the start for the Cardinals today and and did a a, a pretty fine job. Six and a third, quality start, nine hits, three earned runs. He struck out seven, gets his 10th win of the season. Not a huge fan of the quality start stat because I don't consider a four and a half ERA quality. That's different, but he did achieve the quality start and he was overall solid today. Strike out seven and go six and a third. Keep your team in the game. Oh, there's the buzz. There's the buzz phrase. <laughs> Kept this team in the game, um, and he did his job. And behind him, the, the bullpen did the job as well. Cody Whitley did a nice job. T.J. McFarlane was brought in. Talk about him in a moment, as well as Luis Garcia. But J.A. Happy, if he can go similar to what you want from Lester and Michaelis, five to six innings, zero to three earned runs. We're getting to the point in the season where you feel confident in that every single starter can give you that. Maybe not Dakota Hudson. You know, Mike Schultz said he might be anywhere from 70 to 75 pitches in his start tomorrow. But nevertheless, man, I'm saying that a lot this episode. I apologize. Um, five to six innings, zero to three earned runs is still quality, not only in the quality stat, unless you go only five innings, but quality in terms of you, you'll take that start most times from most of your starting pitchers. Obviously, you want a one or a two that can give you a little bit more. But from the from these veterans and from a guy like Michael is still working his way back, got to be satisfied with five to six innings, zero to three on runs, and that's what J. A. Happ did. He he was positive. He was 
he gave the Cardinals what they needed to give him, or what he needed to give them. Cody Whitley, TJ McFarland, Luis Garcia. TJ McFarland is a double play inducing machine. If you go to his baseball reference page and you go to his splits, his 2021 totals um, at his game level, he's got um, 18 double, or sorry, 11 double plays grounded into. Um, and it says, when you highlight over that, it says um, only includes standard double plays, but he's a ground ball machine. He's a double play machine. He threw one pitch in that eighth inning and got a double play inning over. It's almost like clockwork. And that is somebody you need out of the bullpen to get the double plays when you need to get them. He's not a strikeout guy. He doesn't have the kind of stuff, but he's able to get in. He got 10 pitches, little trouble in the ninth inning walking a batter. But then Luis Garcia came in, Struck out the last two batters he saw with some filthy sliders to Lorenzo Cain mixed up in there. And these two guys, T.J. McFarlane and Luis Garcia, are a big reason why this bullpen is a huge weapon right now. Because you don't have to just rely on two or three guys. Now you have anywhere from four to five guys that you can rely on to get outs. And Cody Whitley got outs today as well. I just think that this Cardinal bullpen is starting to get deeper and deeper with the amount of options you can go to. And that is going to be crucial in October. It was nice to see the Cardinals bounce back with a win in a game that really, at this point, none of these games mean much in terms of playoffs since they're already secured. It's a Thursday day game. Bush was packed. Well, it wasn't wasn't packed, but it had a decent attendance, 29,161. Not great, but again, Thursday day game, playoffs clinched is what it is. Um, Going into this weekend against the Cubs, I think that that they have some momentum now with a serious win, and hopefully you get some regulars mixed in there with the lineup, but that's going to do it for segment number one. Very positive game for the St. Louis Cardinals. Dylan Carlson took over, and we got to see the best of TJ McFarland and Luis Garcia. Segment two coming up. I'm going to be talking about yesterday's loss, and while it was a loss, you can still take some positives. Segment three is some news and notes about the Cardinals. Um, So all that is coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about Get Upside. It's this incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app today on the App Store or Google Play and use the promo code BASEBALL for a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That is $0.50 cash back per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pumps anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app for free and use promo code BASEBALL to get up to $0.50 a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $3,000 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back is added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code BASEBALL to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code BASEBALL on the app. Get Upside, get cash back when you fill up today. What's up, everybody? Time to talk about Wednesday's game here on Locked On Cardinals as the losing streak did come to an end yesterday. Um, Just as another reminder, I am recording this before Thursday's game, so I'm not sure if another winning streak has started or if the winning streak is up to two. I'm not sure, so... um yeah, I talked about that in the first segment because I'm going to splice some things together here. Um, but we'll go ahead and talk about Wednesday's loss. 
that, that still felt somewhat positive, especially from a pitching staff perspective overall. Uh, but offense obviously left a lot to be desired from the Cardinals' standpoint. If you missed it, Cardinals fell 4-0 to the Milwaukee Brewers at home. First time that the Cardinals um, have lost to the Brewers since their series in the first week of um, a weekend of September because they swept the Brewers last week in Milwaukee, so the Brewers were not, not able to celebrate in front of the St. Louis Cardinals for winning the division as the Brewers clinched it on Sunday. Uh, but the Cardinals do fall. Offense is only able to muster up three hits. So we're going to talk about the offense and the pitching staff. We're going to start with, with the pitching staff. We're going to start with Miles Michaelis and talking about him because despite him getting the loss, his third loss of the season, as he goes five and two-thirds of an inning, gives up seven hits, three earned runs, a walk, struck out seven, so his final line wasn't terrible. I thought that he looked a lot better last night than he has in a while. Um, even though he has had a couple of good starts here, I thought that he was really, really sharp for most of the game yesterday. And the, the second pair of runs came on a home run uh, by Vogelbach. That, that was hit pretty good. So that one, you, know, you, you chalk that up to just Vogelbach hitting his pitch and hanging out. First inning, the runners advanced on a wild pitch or pass ball uh, to Andrew Kisner that you know kind of got crossed up. It was called a wild pitch. Kisner probably should have caught it. Obviously, it seemed to be crossed up as Kisner went down this way. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see me go down this way as the ball sailed up and over his head. And the next batter grounded out, um, forcing in a run in the first inning. That's a tough way to start from a pitching perspective. Uh, obviously, didn't help himself by giving up two singles in a row uh, after the first out. So, obviously, you know he put those runners on with, with hits, but... First inning was kind of a weird, odd run, and then the, obviously the, the two late were via the home run, so you get a little bit more credit there. I thought Michaelis looked really good, and as I've talked about, if the Cardinals are going to make it past the wildcard game, which Adam Wainwright today was announced as the starter for that game for St. Louis, I'll get that when I get into the news and notes section of this podcast. Um, if the Cardinals are going to be able to make it past the, the Dodgers or Giants, whoever they play, Miles Michael is going to be a big part of this rotation. You would think that he would line up to start Game 1 of the National League Division Series, or at least game two, because Wainwright might not be rested until the Cardinal. You might want to get Wainwright back home anyways for game three of that division series. But Miles Michaelis is going to play an important role. And all Michaelis has done is improve start to start since September. That That's all That's all I asked of him. That, that, that's all I talked about on the show on uh, previewing this series on Monday and Tuesday was, was Michaelis just needs to keep showing the improvement. And Michaelis did that. Final line wasn't where he wanted it to be. He was pulled after five and two-thirds of an inning. Gave up three earned runs. But again, if, if Miles Michaelis is going to be what Miles Michaelis can do, that's getting quick outs, going deeper into games than he has been. But he had a pretty good pitch count going into that sixth inning. He just ran in, into some trouble in the form of Christian Yelich and Daniel Vogelback. But Michaelis, when he's right, he might rack up six, seven strikeouts is probably his max. But he's going to get ground ball outs. He got some ground ball outs. When you look at his, at his line yesterday, it was overall very solid. He got... Uh, four ground outs to two fly outs, and you mix in seven strikeouts in there as well for the outs that he got. That's overall very solid. A solid start from Miles Michaelis. I was impressed and I, overall satisfied. Obviously, you'd like to see him go a little bit deeper and not give up three earned runs. But overall, I was very satisfied with Michaelis, especially since he hasn't shown the ability yet to be back all the way to his 2018 self. He flashed in a little bit a couple starts ago. 
Hopefully, if the Cardinals are able to make it past the wildcard game and Michaelis gets a start, he's able to show that again and show his ace stuff. Because when he's right, he's really fun, in my perspective, to watch because I love those kind of pitchers that just miss barrels. Obviously, he ran into one in the sixth inning that I've talked about. But when Michaelis is right, he might get six, seven strikeouts, but most of the time he's just going to miss barrels and do weak, soft contact. And that's exactly what Michaelis was able to do yesterday. I thought that he was he was solid for the most part. And all in all, if, if you get six innings and less than three earned runs from Michaelis, most of the time you're going to be very, very satisfied from Miles Michaelis' perspectives. And so that, that's all the, the all you can ask for, in my opinion, of Michaelis was his start yesterday. After him, Andrew Miller struggled, gave up a, a long home run to Pena. He did strike out three in an inning and a third of um, ending in a third of work for Miller. Did not allow his inherited runner to score there in that sixth inning. Miller just just seems it doesn't have the, the same bite on his stuff, not as lively as it has been in years and seasons past and showing age a little bit. And he's been overall mostly solid for the St. Louis Cardinals. Not too many complaints for Miller, but we'll see uh, what he goes to. But what we really want to talk about is Jack Flaherty. So he goes, gets a bullpen inning. Yes, Jack Flaherty came in the bullpen, or came out of the bullpen, I should say. And it, it's a weird thing to say because Flaherty, not a bullpen arm, uh, if, generally in his career, but got an inning, gave up a hit, a walk, and a strikeout, and he was able to work out of out of a jam. Um, two runners on, kept the inning where it, kept the score where it was, scoreless inning. And Flaherty can be a weapon under that bullpen, especially in October when starters are going to have a little bit of a shorter leash, in some cases a lot shorter of a leash. Like in, in one game playoff, even though Wainwright's going to be the starter, I still think that the leash needs to be short, even for a veteran like Adam Wainwright. So having a guy like Flirty that can go two, three, four innings after that, if you do need a quick hook, that's a huge plus. Not a lot of people have a Jack Flirty coming out of their bullpen. That's a huge weapon to have. You, I'd like to see him get stretched out a little bit more throughout these next five game, four games the Cardinals have left, one with Milwaukee uh, today, that, that happened today, and then three with Chicago this weekend. I'd like to see Flaherty get stretched out a little bit more so you can prep him for a two, three, four, five, maybe five-inning uh, appearance in the playoffs if needed. But just getting him his work is going to be the biggest thing. And he got his work in last night. Looked sharp overall for the most part. Obviously, like I said, a couple base runners. Was able to pitch out of it. Um, got 17 pitches in, nine for strikes, and one strikeout. Um, Flaherty can be a weapon in this bullpen. I would love to see Flaherty and Hudson be the first two out of the pen in the wild card game should Wainwright need a quick hook. Should Wainwright get only give you three, four innings, I'd like to see Dakota Hudson and Jack Flaherty be the first two out of that bullpen. I just think that because of the situations that they're coming into after being hurt for so long and trying to work their way back, those two will probably be the most apt to pitch in that situation as a normal starter. Because I think both of them should make the postseason roster, without a doubt, in my opinion. But I don't think you're going to have Miles Michaelis, John Lester, or J.A. Happ come out of the bullpen. I think you're going to have Dakota Hudson or Jack Flaherty. That's just my own personal opinion. But Flaherty, in order to, to get to that point, needs to continue to get his work and continue to get outs and continue to produce as he did yesterday. Maybe he'll get another inning. Maybe he got another inning on Thursday's game. I don't know. I talked about that in the first segment if he did. Um, like, like I mentioned, I haven't recorded the first segment yet because it's Thursday morning right now when I'm recording this. But Flaherty could, it could be a weapon. Coming out of that bullpen, Hennessy Cabrera pitched the ninth inning of yesterday's ball game. Pitched a perfect ninth with a strikeout. You know, he did, he did his little hop off the mound there. Uh, like to add a little flair to his game, which is, is fun to watch uh, at time when he's right. So, overall, solid pitching performances from, from everybody. Overall, I, like I said, 
You could look for a little bit more from Oz Michaelis, but you got to be satisfied. Andrew Miller left a little bit to be desired, but Jack Flair to Henesis Cabrera for sure. Um, checked off, got a scoreless outing under their belts, looked pretty good. That's all you can ask for. It was, it was the offense that, that really left a lot to be desired in yesterday's game. And it's so ironic because the winning streak, and even during the month of September, the offense was what was carrying this team. They, they were the catalyst of the winning streak. Obviously, a ton of things have to go right for a 17-game winning streak to occur. But for the Cardinals, in my opinion, that biggest thing was the offense. You have Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, all swinging a very hot bat at the same time, which is not something we have seen this season by that group of players. We just haven't yet. And the Cardinals were finally able to get that going for a couple weeks, and it was a joy to watch. I'm not saying 17 winning streaks are going to become the norm for this team, but if you can even get two out of those four hitting at the same time, then that adds so much to this lineup that on paper might not be the most deadly, but when you look at the results, they've been extremely deadly. And yesterday, they just weren't able to get anything going (laughs) <laughs> that Milwaukee starter, Adrian Hauser, continues to just baffle the Cardinals. He went only went five innings through 67 pitches, but Brewers have a playoff spot clinch. They got Hauser's work, three hits, two walks, just one strikeout. Cardinals had their chances early. Cardinals had their chances overall as well. They, they just weren't able to to, to get the get the job done. They weren't able to hit the runners in scoring position. Harrison Bader came up with uh, runners in scoring position less than two outs twice, wasn't able to get them home either time. Uh, when Carlson was on third, he hit a little dribbler back to the mounds, and he just and he Bader wasn't able to get it going. And Bader's been swinging a very hot bat in September, the reigning player of the week, like I talked about on Monday's episode, or Tuesday's episode, excuse me. But the Cardinals and Bader just weren't able to move the runners, and it, it's it's a flashback, in my opinion, to the offense we saw in June. Get him on, get him over, but unable to get him in. Or in so, some cases, unable to get him over. Um, you saw a good situation hitting by Matt Carpenter, who hit a fly ball to advance Dylan Carlson to third base in that inning, that, uh, the aforementioned inning about Bader. But nevertheless, the offense just wasn't able to hit with one hundred in scoring position. They weren't able to get the big hit. And with, with the lineup that showed throughout there yesterday, it was a day after a clinch lineup. No disrespect to those players playing, but... Newt Barr, Carpenter, Rondone, when, the, when all three of those are in the starting lineup, as well as Andrew Kisner, you, you know what? It, it's probably not the, the A team that's out there. Cardinals, in my opinion, need to work on getting a Mundo Sosa back for the playoffs, but you're going to see a lot of these lineups in the next four days. The lineup, even today, wasn't, in my opinion, the, the, the A lineup for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, it, you know, Before first pitch, it was announced it was Edmund, Carlson, O'Neill, Arnado. That's pretty normal. DeYoung still starting for Sosa, and then Ron Doan is in right field. Carpenter's playing first base, and Kisner's catching with Hap on the bump. So even two days after the clinch, you don't see a completely normal lineup just yet. But but Wednesday's game is what it was. The Cardinals have the postseason clinch. That's where their eyes are at. That's where our eyes should be at as people who follow this team. Yes, still try and win every game You know, to an extent. You don't want to push guys beyond their limits right now because the playoffs are already secured. But these stats still count, numbers still gone, all, all that good stuff. But we're going to see some differences in the lineups um, here here on out. We, like, we've already seen it twice. Uh, lineups are a little bit, little bit different, and you get a little bit more bench time uh, from, from those players. But all in all, uh, not a satisfying game because it was a loss, and the, the, we saw the offense struggle like we haven't seen them struggle in a very long time. Uh, obviously, zero runs and three hits in nine innings is struggling and the Cardinals have not been shut out in a very long time. Their 16th time getting shut out this season. But this was, this was the June offense, in my opinion. 
That, that's how they looked yesterday. They looked like they did back in June. But it is what it is at, at a certain point. And like I said, October secured. So we'll, that's where the Cardinals are going right now. We'll take a last break of the show. And then I'm going to talk about some news and notes. Talk about when getting the start. As well as who for the Cardinals are going to the Arizona Fall League. And what we can see from these players that are going to the Arizona Fall League. But first, I got to tell you about two wonderful sponsors. The first one is betonline.ag. Football season is in full is going full-time, excuse me, and BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. They have a new updated site and interface, which means they have more odds, more props, and more contests, more opportunities for you to win money. BetOnline.ag is the number one source for everything football. Head over to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. And if you're on the fence about it, you can get a 100% welcome bonus when you sign up today. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100, NFL100. Whether it's football, basketball, boxing, baseball, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so go ahead and bet today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This episode is also brought to you in part by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless questioning or intimidating questioning while somebody behind the counter looks at their database to get the parts they happen to have? You have access to more parts on your phone, on your computer, with rockauto.com. You can save time and money by going to rockauto.com. They are a family business and have been serving customers online for over 20 years. They have reliably low prices for each and every customer, and they have everything you could possibly need. Motor oil, tail lamps, brake parts, new carpet. You name it, they've got it. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. rockauto.com right now and in their How Did You Hear About Us box, be sure to mention Locked On so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. It was announced before the games today that Adam Wainwright's going to be starting the, uh, for some reason my head went the All-Star game, but he will not be starting the All-Star game. He's starting the wild card game for the Cardinals, and it was that that was just delay of the inevitable. Um, he he was, you know, once the Cardinals had it clinched, you pretty much knew that they were going to maneuver the rotation to get Wainwright to start that game this weekend. It's going to be Dakota Hudson, John Lester, and Jake Woodford Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the regular season finale. So Dakota Hudson is getting a start um, on Friday. So. Maybe he stays a starter in the postseason. Maybe he's still, like I mentioned, that first one out of the bullpen on the wild card game. But either way, he will get a start on Friday. That is according to Katie Wu tweeting it out last night. Uh, Dakota Hudson tomorrow, John Lester Saturday, Jake Woodford on Sunday. But like I said, we all knew that it was going to be um, Adam Wainwright starting, and he should be starting. I know it's on the road. I know it's against the Dodgers. Adam Wainwright is the 100% right choice to start against any team that the Cardinals are playing, even if it is happens to be the Giants, which it's trending towards the, the Dodgers uh, based on how the NL West is going. But when I couldn't get that start, when I pitched very well against uh, the Dodgers, um, I get whenever pools was in town on the um, most recent series uh, on Wednesday, September 8th, he pitched okay against the Giants. But like I said, that there, there was no other choice for, for Mike Schill to make that. It was going to be out of Wainwright. Unless you needed him to pitch on the last day to clinch his postseason spot, 
you got to maneuver it to get Edelman at the start. It's exactly what he's going to do when I has made his final regular season start. So his regular season numbers are final. Um, a, a wonderful, fantastic season it was for Mr. Wainwright. Uh, but let, let's talk about the Arizona Fall League because the Arizona Fall League is where a lot of uh, prospects go to work on their game and to kind of fine-tune their game. And the Cardinals uh, announced a list of players that they're sending to the um, Arizona Fall League. It's a list, list of eight players. Uh, Jordan Hicks is kind of the main guy that is going uh, headliner guy, I guess, for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's, he is rehabbing his way back. Uh, he, he will also be joined by Lars Newbar, Nolan Gorman, um, Zach Thompson, Brendan Donovan, um, Andre Palante, Jake Walsh, and Juan Yepes. Those are all the eight players that will be going to the AFL for the St. Louis Cardinals. They will be playing for the Glendale Desert Dogs, and uh, they will consist of roster players from the rosters of White Sox, Astros, Angels, Dodgers organization. Uh, this is all according to an article by Zachary Silver, the wonderful Cardinals beat writer at MLB.com. All these players I've, I, I, would, I, lo- I would love to see more out of. I want to see how Jordan Hicks is doing in his rehab beyond just an inning or two in Memphis. I want to see Lars Newbar with some consistent playing time. He's getting it now because of the postseason being clinched and you're not going to play your A starters. And as much as we might love Lars Newbar, he's not an A starter yet. But nevertheless, I think that the Arizona Fall League is fun to watch a lot of the times. I love watching that in the offseason because you, you get to see players, the, the stars of tomorrow a lot of times, or people who are, you know, almost there. I remember seeing Gary Sanchez for the first time in the Arizona Fall League. Um, and I, I just want to see all those players get full playing time. I want to see Nolan Gorman play on television, you know, because you can only get so much. And I know that there are extra ways to stream um, minor league stuff and everything, but you know, those short little video clips that they show doesn't always do justice for for what they're um, actually playing like. But I think that all all eight of these players are going to impress, and I think all eight of these players at one point or another will have an impact on the Major League roster and will be impact players in Major League Baseball. Juan Yepes is one of the has been one of the hottest players in the minor league level. Nolan Gorman has adjusted nicely. And then obviously you all know about Jordan Hicks and Lars Newtbar. But we'll see if Yachty, uh, kind of transitioning a little bit to other news and notes, Yachty and Molina, um, to my knowledge, is not going to play Thursday. Um, still nursing a sore right shoulder. So he uh, hasn't played the entire Milwaukee series. He, he needs to be arrested because he, he needs to make that start on Wednesday only because Adam Wainwright's making that start. Um, those two clearly work well together. <laughs> I think I'm preaching to the choir here for most people watching and listening right now. Uh, but we'll see if he makes a starter um, any appearance this weekend against Chicago. Um, but that, that's going to that's going to do it for today's show. Um, in the first segment, I talked about today's game. Second segment talked about yesterday's game, and then obviously finished up with some news and notes. Um, hopefully, it was a Cardinal winner. This segment right now is being recorded before the game. Uh, but yesterday's game, while it was disappointing to see the losing streak and overall. Um, positive and things to take out of that with the pitching performances of Jack Flaherty, Hennessy Cabrera, and mostly Miles Michaelis. Um, and then like, excited to see the Arizona Fall League for the Cardinals and Adam Wainwright officially tapped as the starter for the St. Louis Cardinals in the wildcard game next Wednesday. Uh, so tomorrow's episode will be a preview of the upcoming series, how it might be um, a hodgepodge of, of players playing, but you're going to see uh, nevertheless uh, some Cardinal baseball and some Cardinal Cub rivalry baseball to finish out the 2021 season, which has been a roller coaster. So be sure to tune in um, to tomorrow's episode where I preview all of that. And then after that, Monday will be the next episode uh, that comes out. So until I talk to you guys tomorrow or Monday, uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. Um, email the show, lockedoncards at gmail.com. 
And be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel or subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Leader a rating on Apple iTunes Podcasts. It's all free and it's all um, available to you guys wherever you uh, most enjoy consuming Locked On Cardinals. So until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.